This episode contains adult language, mature situations, katana-wielding blind swordsmen with ultrasonic glasses, precognitive girls, evil corporations, violent action, and mysterious organizations. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 231, Techno Samurai are awesome. Hey guys, it's Zan saying konnichiwa, aloha, buongiorno, what's up? Yes, we are back for another fun episode of the Spark and Manga Review, some podcasts and varying reviews about connecting enhanced narratives. This is the podcast that provides informative reviews about various geek culture items. It could be a manga, it could be a comic book, it could be a regular book, it could be a movie, it could be a video game, it could be a board game. I don't know, it depends on what the title is. I tell you the pros and cons about it, and if it's worth investing your time in. Now, you don't agree with anything that I or any of my co-hosts say, but we try our best to tell you the most about it. We try to be as impartial as possible, and we have fun doing it. We've been doing this for nine and a half years, and we are excited and psyched to bring you some new content, especially because I've been on a roll lately, been releasing day after day after day after day after day, and I'm excited because, let's be honest right now, I got a con to go to. Hooray! We got an awesome con coming out, man. Let's be honest. Tomorrow is the beginning of the Anime NYC convention in wonderful, awesome New York City. And it is also going to be the great awesomeness that is a new convention in New York City. It looks awesome. It's going to be great. I already heard they sold out all their tickets. So if you haven't got tickets, I do apologize. But if you go in there, I hope to see you there. I'm going to be running at 9 o'clock on for Saturday from Under the Bed Horror and Anime Manga. There are a bunch of other really awesome panels that are going to be done by various friends of mine. From I haven't meant I was going to be there, but we got a lot of really cool and great talent going to be there. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I'm excited to go. I'm also excited because tonight I'm going to be watching the film that I'm dreading to see, but I have high hopes for. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about... DCEU's latest venture into the movie franchise. I'm talking about the culmination of Batman v Superman and Suicide Squad and Wonder Woman. I'm talking about Justice League. I'm going to be doing a review later today about it. Well, tonight, because I'm going to a night review because tomorrow's a con. I got to be a little bit important about it. So you're getting two episodes for the price of one today. And I'm excited to see that. And I've got a lot of work to me. And also, I've had a bunch of soda so i'm really you can tell i'm a little hyperactive right now i'm like my stomach is pumping my brain is moving 100 degrees and i'm excited because well let's get on with it so if you remember from the last episode of the spark and manga review i spun that one not only the wheel of manga that dictated on to be there reviewing a manga that was written by hiroshi takashiga and illustrated by double s 
Yes, there is a guy whose name is Double S. It's his handle. He's very weird. He's got some great designs, and his actual avatar is like a mech. So I think that's kind of cool. It's like a chibi mech. This was published in 2005 to 2015 by Square Enix and released over here by Yen Press. There are 26 volumes, and this manga is an action drama, martial arts, mature romance, sci-fi, senin series. And what am I talking about? I am talking about Shiga Futari wo Wakatsumade, or Until Death Do Us Part. Now, this manga is something I haven't seen in a while. It is a techno manga. More importantly than that, it is a cyberpunky, realistic, noiry crime alternative future past thing and it's kind of cool because it does take place in the present it's like a little bit different than what i've been doing because i've been having a lot of more realistic slice of life i need something a little crazy and this was crazy and it kind of revitalized me a little bit let's be honest it was something a little different a little intriguing and it's a little crazy it is old school crime novel and the whole premise of this manga is that there is a girl there's always a girl in these mangas. This girl's name is Haruka Toyamo, and she is 12 years old, and she's being escorted by a bunch of lovely gentlemen in suits and pins and glasses. You assume this is the Yakuza because they're acting as a group. They are very organized. They are very well put together with their suits and ties, and they are acting very suspicious and unusual, and they're driving her away. And as they're driving, suddenly... She notices a gentleman walking with glasses and a cane. Obviously, the gentleman is blind, and she runs out of the car. She jumps out and runs off. That's the one. The guy who's blind is Mamoru Hijikata. He is the main character. He is a guy who was blind because of an accident years ago, and he is a Kenjutsu master. And he's currently testing out some new technology from his organization that are in the glasses. The glasses are connected to his retinas, and they actually give him a wireframe look of the entire world. So he actually could see everything in a wireframe. Very old school sci-fi. And as he's walking, this little girl bumps into him, says, You gotta help me, you gotta help me, and drags him into an alley and says, Please help me. They're coming to take me away. You have to help me. And as he's there, the Yakuza looking fellow say, Hey, buddy, you got someone of ours. Walk away. We're going to hurt you. And at first, this guy is not going to do anything. But then he says, you know what? I'll take your case. How long you want me to stick around for? And she's like, until death do us part. You're a little young for saying that. And so he's she's hiring him to be her bodyguard. And these guys pull out their guns. They're going to shoot him. And this guy, you know, he's just he's just got a cane, glasses. And immediately he kicks all their asses. First he uses martial arts strikes, and then he takes out of his cane a katana. But this katana is super ultrasonic refined. It is super thin. It is, could cut through microscopic molecules. You see him cut through a, you see him block bullets, cut through a gun. It is complete pandemonium. He kicks all their asses, grabs a girl, and they end up going to his headquarters where there is his assistant, Ryotaro Igawa, who is the dude in the van. He is the guy that's on the other side of the earpiece. He is the brains behind the muscle that is Mamoru. And we find out that this organization called X-Solid kidnapped Haruka's mom and dad and wants her because she is precognitive. 
she is a precog. She is a someone who could see the future. And unfortunately, it's only future pertaining to her life and people that are involved with her. So this company is after her because they think that her precognitive skills, which are 90% accuracy, will benefit the company in their evil ways. However, it doesn't work like that. It only works with her personal future. So she can't do anything with anybody else. But he's there to protect her, and Mamoru and Ryotaro work for the Element Network. They are mercenaries that they deal with different crimes and different situations. They are more the local troubleshooters. They work within a certain distance. Their counterpart, because they're the Blade team, is the Wall team. These are the International Anti-Terrorist Unit and these are the guys you don't fuck with. These are the guys that they use all the big guns. They're, they're flashy. You see them. Like the Blade team, they're there. They solve something. They run away. And this manga series becomes Haruka joining the Blade team and assisting them while trying to stay one step ahead of the bad guys who are Exolid and the Republic of Galboa, which are these very evil bad guys. They are a lot of genetic manipulation and very evil, and they have fake precognitive skills. Now, this manga is awesome. There is action, there is violence, there is a great compelling story, and it is truly, all the characters are very well developed. I mean, you, you understand the motivations for every character, what they want, you feel bad when you find out that Haruka's parents, they said they kidnapped them, they're not around anymore. And you feel sympathy for all the characters that have all have these great stories behind them. Like, they're two members of the wall that are actually ex-husband and ex-wife, and it's crazy that they're dealing with each other. You see them snipping back and forth like an ex-husband and ex-wife. And the fight scenes are done really well. I do feel it is a little bit dated, because it was 2005. That's messed up for me to say, because it seems like yesterday 2005 was, but it seems a little dated, and it's a very, not relaxed, it's a very running up and hitting you in the face story. It starts off running, and it keeps at that pace. It's engaging, it's intriguing, and it makes you want to read more. And the fact that Yen Press released it is pretty badass. Now, I said the art style, said the characters. I will say this. There are some issues with it, I will say. Uh, it does drag after a certain point. It does have the equivalent of a, a tournament arc style where it's just one story for four volumes. And that gets a little bit tedious. And it does drop the mark a little bit. However, it does overshine on so many levels with so many other mangas. And I'm going to have to give this manga with the art style and the character design, a bar from friends don't return on this offer pocket. It is really good. I didn't expect it to be as good as it was, but it is really good. It really is. I don't say that over and over again. That doesn't emphasize the fact, but it is an engaging story. It is very different than what you're used to because it's not that he's perfect, but Mamoru is someone who he has had problems in the past and some of the flashbacks you see how he lost his eyesight, and he's someone who's damaged. 
and he's dealing with the world the way he is, and he is someone who does try his best again. And he is someone who is effective, but he's not overpowered, and he does have limits, and I do like that. I like the fact that Haruka isn't all-powerful precognitive. She has limits, and her powers end up not working at times. And the Shadow Group, you understand their motivation. It's not just, oh, we are evil to be evil. It's, no, they have this whole thing going on. It's truly horrific what they're trying to do, but it is kind of compelling to see if they make it. The bad guys themselves, I, I just can't... Well, I don't want to spoil anything. I'm actually trying not to spoil it because it is so crazy. It is like Lone Wolf and Cub level conspiracy theory. Where it's literally shades upon shades upon shades of different things that they're hiding. And piles of these tricks and things you would never expect. I really do recommend this manga. Now with that in mind, remember you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spyrocon.com. You can email me at spyrocon at gmail.com or at zantspyrocon.com on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, MySpace, and all those other lovely websites. And remember, more importantly than that... I hope to see you at the convention. I hope you have a great day. But let's get to that part you've all been waiting for. What am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only. Except no substitute now, this Wheel of Manga, which I'd love to bring to my panel on Saturday, but I'm not going to, is a Wheel of Fortune that a fan made for us, lovingly, that has ten slots on it. What we do is we spin the Wheel of Manga, and whatever number it lands on, that's what we're reviewing the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review. And this is actually our own personal gimmick. No one else does it. No other podcast is thought to actually use this. Which I'm really happy about, because it is our own shtick, our own thing. And this week, we've got some great titles. We have a lot of very awesome and terrible sports series. I mean, we have Badminton Girl, we have King of Golf, we have Shield 21, we have Keijo. Or K- which some of you are like, oh, we want Keijo. We want to read about the story where girls push girls off into water with their butts and their boobs. Yeah, I know, but we have to spin and see what we're going to review. And uh, let's see. So, let's get ready and uh, wish us luck. Okay, so in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, which will be next week, we are going to be reviewing Kenji, which I have no idea what it's about. It actually stopped for a second on Keijo, and I thought it was going to be Keijo, but it's not. Uh, now, before I forget, if you are in the New York area, we will be at Anime NYC, and I'll be doing my From Under the Bed Horror and Anime and Manga on Saturday at 9 o'clock. We are the last panel of the the day and i'm a little excited for because we have some really cool things happening anyway catch you guys next time